Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Episode 109 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 16th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. I think there's glass in my senior mints and my sophomore mints. (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, a 90s jam band. I'd rather listen to myself get shot in the face. (laughs) I'm Greg LeGrow, and yeah... Y'all mad at me, right? (laughs) (laughs) Papa me, I'll papa you right back. (laughs) Your mama's going on a date tonight. (laughs) Gonna have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just wonderful. Yeah. Um, We got so much to talk about. What? My alarm went off. I didn't have my phone turned off. Damn. Sorry. Um, I didn't hear it. (laughs) That's fine. So we got tons to talk about. Two of us went and saw The Raid 2, and one of us stayed at home and saw Ballistics X versus Sever, two sides of the action film coin um and we're gonna talk nope. about that <laughs> um and then we're gonna talk about some punishment albums all that and more in film roulette we'll roll for our movies next week then we're gonna get into some 90210 oh yeah relay where we've been watching episodes of the first season of 90210 original series uh one at a time each i watched this week's episode and i'm gonna fill these guys in on all the wonderful stuff that happens i I need to know how this story is progressing (laughs) yeah will those stupid twins make it uh, yeah (laughs) wait are they gonna make it at some point like make it make it yeah like it like based on the episode i watched yes yeah yeah well i was saying to casey the other the uh the other day that like i do kind of want to broach upon this weird um sister brother (laughs) thing there's something going on there's really something going on well they're twins right is that it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Not that that's yeah. uh, well, obviously well, they're twins. They're twins but, uh, they're obviously, uh, obviously each they're other. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what my point was. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're twins, guys, so it's cool. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, man. It's okay if they're yeah. twins. Um, and then we're also gonna play. Get like yourself. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's just another one of me. 
Um, then we're going to play TV Dad Cage Match at the end of the episode as well, pitting more sitcom dads in fights to the death. That's a good one today. Um, yeah. mm. Super quick recap. Video Vengeance number five happened. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah we watched uh, Ninja 3 at Kitsch on Sunday the night. The Domination. Yeah. Um, Still unclear as to who was being dominated. I know. I was thinking about that. Yeah, um, our free monthly screening event at Kitsch where we play uh, VHS and eat nachos and drink beer and yell at the movie. Uh, yeah. You definitely want to come out. We gave away a bunch of T-shirts. Yeah. Those were awesome. Real nice T-shirts. Yeah, so yeah. really excited to keep these things going. You definitely want to check it out. What you, Ninja 3 is so good. It's bananas. It played really well, I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Werewolf Cop guy because oh. he's so hairy. Yeah. <laughs> See, the story of Ninja 3 is there's this ninja who hates golfers. Yeah, and uh, then he gets shot by police while trying to kill all these golfers. And then so he hides under a woman wall. telephone pole fixer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what her job is. <laughs> I was it. it for the phone company. Uh, she sees this ninja rolling down a hill and is like, "I better stop my job and go talk to that ninja." Yeah. He gives her a sword. Then she becomes the ninja who kills cops that yeah. killed him. Yeah, now but, she she doesn't just hate golfers. She also hates dating cops. Right, yeah. unless they scream at her in a car. And then yeah, she's then like, she's I'll like, pour oh. juice all over myself and bone you. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy's getting the V8 special. Yeah. <laughs> but also... We're not making that up. She, she likes, opens a can of V8, pours, and pours it, it on her, her chest, and he's like, yummy! Yeah. <laughs> just disgusting. Just terrible. Awful. He's the hairiest, and he keeps yeah. taking his shirt off. Yeah, yeah any excuse put, to, to let you see his fucking, the, like, hedgehog shorts. He's trying to put her face in his. In yeah. it. He's like, just it's okay. Just yeah, like he comforts her at one point, and he puts he forces her face <laughs> yeah. down yeah. into his shoulder. Yeah. Like, come she, on, she's gonna get lost in there. And she, <laughs> like you could see her fighting the urge to go. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, I, I know there's hairy guys out there. Don't feel bad about yourself. It's fine to be hairy, but this guy is like all over the chest and back and it creeps down the shoulders down past the biceps like it just yeah. it's, a, it's a sweater and he's in a movie yeah like, he knew you were going to be in a movie Chuck Norris figured it out after he did one movie and was like oh look at me I'm disgusting yeah and shaved it up for the rest of it well maybe this was career. his his uh, Chuck Norris moment oh right where he yeah, finally yeah. saw himself on screen and was like oh god really <laughs> I'm not good at any of this yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was super fun. Yeah, definitely. We're but gonna then have another to, uh, ninja shows up because only a ninja can kill a ninja. But yeah. it turns out, or somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole movie is yeah. predicated upon only a ninja can kill a ninja. But it's like also, if you were possessed by a ninja and then the ninja leaves your body, you can still. Yeah, you're yeah, not you're, if you're like a former ninja. Yeah, you, know. <laughs> former you ninja. are a ninja or new a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> or you, knows what a ninja? If is. you have at least two ninja friends, movie. then. <laughs> Hey, some of my best friends. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What a, good what a movie. great movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen it and you didn't make it out to uh, Video Vengeance number five, you just go watch it. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can buy it from Scream Factory on it's a... Been uh, put on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's Blu-ray, DVD, Blu-ray, combo. So, yeah. yeah. And it has commentary. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. I watched some of the commentary. I watched some of the commentary. The and commentary it's, with? it's with the director and the stunt uh, coordinator. And uh-huh. so the stunt coordinator is just like, yeah, that was me. Yeah, and that's me too. <laughs> that was me too. He's just like, I'm like in this scene a hundred times. It's all me. <laughs> that's my favorite kind of commentary. Yeah. You ever listen to the commentary on the John Carpenter's The Thing? No. They get high oh, about awesome. an hour into Not even an hour. Do they announce uh, we're going to get high now? No, it's just like it was one of the first movies that have a, uh, a commentary done, and you just hear something get lit up. 
and then and everyone gets goosed. And, and then, then things get- it just stops making sense. Like John Carpenter's just like off in these tangents and like these half sentences and like it's all philosophical. And all Kurt Russell does is point out Keith David for the rest of the uh- <laughs> Yeah, there's Keith David. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's great, yeah. That is really all I want. In commentary for that movie, just show me where Keith David yeah. is all yeah. the time. <laughs> totally. I do recommend if you're going to watch it, if you're a... Uh, partaker of marijuana smoke uh when you hear their lighter go off you smoke you smoke too (laughs) (laughs) it it makes a lot more sense yeah that's all yeah that's That's, good i like time i like it when you can time it like that Um, yeah the spongebob movie is good for that there's a there's a very specific point in the spongebob movie where it gets really psychedelic (laughs) you take a break in the middle of it you're you're on track Um, so what, uh, what else has been up? I don't have anything in terms of things I've watched or news. It's, uh, I was, I was thinking maybe we could, uh, Greg and I went and saw the raid. So we both yeah. saw the trailer for the signal. Oh yeah. I did want to um, talk about that. Cause the lo- that looks pretty good, man. Yeah. I, I'd seen some people talking about it. Um, passing the trailer around and stuff and i was kind of like because there was a horror movie called the signal a few years back and i was kind of like i don't know what this is and i I, am an idiot i just kind of skipped over it because it had a familiar name and then when i saw it in theaters i was like whoa yeah yeah (laughs) really arty cool sci-fi you know getting dark (laughs) um Um, who's uh, who's in this thing uh, uh, I have it here. Lawrence Fishburne, um, uh, Larry and Fish. some other people. Yeah, Sarah Clark, Brent, Brenton Thwaites, Olivia Cook. Sure, it's a bunch of other people. Yeah. Well, I don't know who any of these people. Are. No, no. Yeah, but uh, uh, what a great trailer, anyway. Really Pretty good effective. trailer. Um, I'm definitely on board for this movie. Yeah, it's, uh, basically, it's like a alien invasion ish abduction. What do we want to call it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's on, hard to um, say. It's a kind of vague trailer. Yeah, but it's like IMDb. The says, government is trying to take this kid. Uh, and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on, but he's heard the signal. Yeah. Kind of thing. If you've heard the signal, you've been like, called you, you'll or know something. it when you've heard it and you've been chosen. I don't know if it's about aliens. The, the IMDb it seems thing, like an alien I know. Thing, doesn't it? It says a group of college students are lured to the middle of the desert by a hacker. That's the only thing it says on IMDb. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm sure but there's more like to everyone's in like hazmat it. suits when yeah. they're handling people who have heard it and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I don't so know. Some sort of. Yeah. Something's going on. In yeah. The, the, yeah. The trailer The trailer escalates. makes it look like you <laughs> definitely want to see this. Absolutely. I'm super stoked for that. Then I, I right soupy, after that, soupy stoked, soupy stoked, soupy. <laughs> <Yeah>. stoked. <laughs> right after that, I saw a trailer for the Quiet Ones. Yeah, that doesn't look good. <laughs> Just another like based on true events. No, it wasn't horror movie. Oh, I uh, saw that too. Actually, you know, I was. Uh, I was kind of stoked because uh, it's a Hammer Films production, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. liked first go- thirty seconds. I'm like, I'll watch yeah. this. And there was then, moments of it that I thought I, I could I could see myself viewing yeah, this on as Netflix. As the trailer went, I guess I was like, they showed the more and more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the, a minute into the trailer, I'm like, well, I guess if it's on Netflix. Yeah. And then the last shot is a girl like looking at the camera and, and then computer like, CGI ghost puke shoots out of her mouth like a tentacle. Like, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not happening. Yeah. Uh, why does this why is this a thing in all the ghost movies I know. now? Everyone barfs up computer <laughs> graphics. It was uh I think it was um Haunting in Connecticut or whatever yeah. was the oh, first man, one where they showed sucked. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I that was, was also... the whole that was the whole their whole selling point in the trailer. Yeah. I thought kid barfing. I remember <laughs> the trailer the trailer look for that looked really cool and then I I never ended up seeing it because everyone that I knew that saw it was like, Nope. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw it. It sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then they did a haunting in Connecticut two like in May like somewhere else. And so it's like haunting in Connecticut two colon somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't call it haunting in Connecticut or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah really. 
Um, yeah, but I, I thought the aesthetic of that trailer like had moments. I was like, I kind of dug the the vintage vibe of it, and then I was kind of stoked because of uh, Hammer films, and also yeah, I yeah. like the go the woman in black. You, yeah, for sure. And so. I like that. I don't know the actor's name, unfortunately. He's on Mad Men and. Uh, he's a British actor. Uh, yeah. I like him a lot, too, but not enough to get me in to watch this fucking yeah. computer, computer barf movie. <laughs> barf. Barf. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Well, I watched some stuff. Cool. Week. I didn't, so. Yeah. Casey, yeah. did you watch in. anything this I, week? I, I've been catching. <laughs> die. Die. <laughs> um, I've been catching up on House of Cards. Oh, yeah. been really trying to give that a... Uh, a, a better go. A, a better go. And I got to say, I'm really starting to like it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm starting to turn around on Spacey. Yeah, it's and I'm liking... TV. Like, he's using his smug dick bag thing uh, <laughs> to fucking the best purpose. Yeah. He, nice. well, he's like the best at that. <laughs> so... You know, I just got really tired of it. For uh, sure, uh, but I haven't really watched him in anything because he hasn't had like a big successful movie in so long. Yeah, so this so. this has been uh, um, super entertaining. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm getting get more into that. Other than that, <laughs> Casey just shook his head for yeah. a while, like he was lost. I got I, just everything shut down for just yeah. about three seconds. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's it. I think yeah, that's okay. all I've been doing. What do you get up to? I, I saw some stuff. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. First, I'll talk about uh, something I saw that was awesome. I watched uh, that uh, Steve Coogan, Rob Brydon movie, The Trip. Oh, The Trip. Oh, How is that? Oh, man. I it's love that so movie. It's so great. It's After really you just good. said it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, that, but it's so funny. Oh, man. Yeah. I laughed my ass off. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Um, and you can you can get it in the full like miniseries form, too. I've been trying to find that. I don't yeah. know where. I don't know where, but oh, I know it does Oh, the film is just a cut down version yeah. of a miniseries. Of a miniseries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, it, it, still it works really, works. really well. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Re- I didn't. It didn't end, and I wanted more. I found out after I watched it that there was a series, like a six episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, Eric from uh, Champion Lover mentioned it to me, so I decided to check it out. And yeah, I laughed my ass off, and it, you know, it's got that great Steve Coogan, Coogan magic of being like really funny, but having poignant moments too. Yeah, and effortlessly. Uh, for if you don't know, Rob Brydon is mostly famous for being able to do that uh, small man in a box voice. Hmm. Uh, you ever says, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. Oh man, it's the greatest. It's he doesn't like he mainly he does impressions, but he does he has this voice that he does. It's called Small Man in a Box. Where I don't know how he does it exactly, yeah. but he like shrinks his voice. It sounds like there's a tiny man in a tiny box on the back of his throat. It's fascinating <laughs> That's a to very watch. Specific it, it is. Sound. It is. And he is also like I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, thing, you know? <laughs> but I can do it. Rob Brydon. I feel yeah. like I know that. Is he an American fellow? No, no, no. They're both Brits. Uh, and, and it's uh, the premise of the film is uh, they play uh, versions of themselves, yeah. and they are on a uh, like a food tour. Yeah. Steve Coogan was supposed to go with his girlfriend on like a kind of mend their relationship tour because yeah. she's a foodie. Neither of them are, and it's for a magazine. But she can't make it, so he invites his friend Rob. And so it's it's funny that they go and eat all this exotic food, but none of neither of them know anything about food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it, it's sort of like pseudo documentary style. Yeah, uh, where... he, no, they're not talking to the camera or anything like oh. that. It's just about them as themselves going on this. Yeah, food, and they're kind of like getting at each other's throats and stuff because yeah, they're like yeah, they're yeah. friends, but they're not like good friends, close yeah, enough that you would expect friends. them to be on this right. trip together. And they <laughs> just like have dueling uh, impressions at each other for yeah. the whole thing, particularly with Michael Michael Caine. Their Michael Caine <laughs> duel is. Maybe the she most. She was only sixteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> so it's You're only supposed to blow the bloody dolls off. off. Yeah, <laughs> it's a movie that like you will just uh, it like you quote it for three weeks after you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like it's just so funny. Yeah, yeah. I've I've meant to uh, 
uh, to watch that. It's on the Netflix. It is. I keep going past it. Um, yeah, it's, it's not going past it. Yeah, watch absolutely it. It's watch just it. It's so fantastic. It's super funny. It is one of those. I watched it with um, my parents, and my mom was just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> she's like this is there's nothing funny about this <laughs> and my dad loved it because he loves like super dry like british shit mm-hmm. and yeah so it, it is kind of like an aqua if you don't find it funny it's not gonna get funny for you yeah. it's the same style yeah, I, I, I thought but, it was just so like charming and yeah hilarious all the way through it's great mm-hmm. i really really like yeah. it can't wait to watch it again honestly like, definitely i can't wait to find out i can't wait to watch it if only to find out if i'm more like your mom or, or your my dad, dad. <laughs> i'll let them know yeah do do yeah <laughs> Because I'm going to form a lifelong bond with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so what did you watch on the flip side? On the flip side, <laughs> I watched, speaking of hairy men and men who have fixed their hairiness, Chuck Norris. Okay. I watched A Force of One. Okay. Uh, yeah. I've seen the VHS cover all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the little the triangle. triangle. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I'd never seen it before, and I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Uh, and it's fairly early Chuck Norris and his Definitely. film career, like being a lead. One of the first few, anyway. And uh, the story is um, there's a killer out there who's killing all kinds of cops using karate. Oh, no. <laughs> and so um, the chief of police is Clue Gulager, who is the fucking man. Wicked. He's the best oh, always. Jesus Christ. He's so... If you don't know who he is, go check him. He's, he's a... You probably do know who he is. He was in Return of the Living Dead. He's the guy who owns the... Uh, uh, the chemical supply company, yeah, where all the shit happens at. Uh, he's just got a great way of speaking. He's just like anything he says is entertaining. He's and, just he's like a like in a different way, but he's like a Christopher Walken yeah. level weirdo. Where yeah. he's just like this guy is a fucking weirdo, but I want to be friends with him. Yeah, <laughs> good way to yeah, good way and, to yeah. So all of his cops are getting killed by this karate guy, and he's like, God, if there's just some kind of way, if we all the, we could teach all the cops some damn karate. <laughs> <laughs> So, Not a bad idea, Bert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mean the movie lied? <laughs> um, so he takes all of his cops to Chuck Norris, who's like a just like a professional fighter, um, and and he's like, "Well, you teach my, you teach these guys some karate. <laughs> They're just getting killed out there." <laughs> so Chuck Norris is like, "No, I've got a big like match coming up. This yeah. is stupid." <laughs> The end. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. That's, that's why he. That's why he's a force of one. He can, he can shut it down. Exactly. He's like, no, you fuck me. you and your cops. I got a match coming up. Yeah. <laughs> but then he goes and has a, a montage sequence while he's punching a punching bag. Sweet. Of like you know, there's drugs on the street. He's got an adoptive son whose mother died of uh, drugs. Oh. And uh, he, this kid is uh, this young black guy who wants to be a fighter, too, that Chuck Norris is raising. But he's like, you're not ready. But then the kid gets killed by drug dealers. Oh, and no. Chuck Norris is gonna, he's like, I'll teach these cops how to fight. And he, they don't really learn very well. And uh, <laughs> But then he ends up getting involved, too, because he is a force of one. And he yeah. you know solves a lot of crime by kicking people. Yeah, he solves the crimes by kicking them. <laughs> hey, well, I can't figure out this uh, this case. Uh, hey, Jimmy, come here for a second. No, he, oh, I think the killer was Joe. He kicks people, and all the clues yeah. fall off them. <laughs> he kicks clues out of people. Yeah. Uh, it's not like a great movie by any means, and the fighting isn't very good in it. But I just uh-huh. like I, I was totally down for it. Yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, it, yeah, it's a great watch. And, yeah, because there's so much Clue Gulliger in it, and Chuck Norris is just, 
um, you know, he's Chuck Norris. Yeah. He like yeah. smiles at weird things for a long time. And <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does it in this movie too. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers Invasion USA. He's yeah. charmed by an armadillo. Armadillo. And this time it's yeah. just like, but he's watching people in the gym have like you know jokey interplay with and each he's other. Like, he's just like <laughs> he's watching other people have a yeah. good time, and he's that's I love that. I think that's fantastic. I want that to be a whole scene where yeah. he just yeah. sits on a bench. And it is a whole scene. A he's time. like for a long time. He's like. <laughs> oh, oh, those man. people enjoy each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I had, I had someone enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> Too bad I'm a force of one. Yeah. <laughs> ah, to be a force of two. <laughs> a force of two or more. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. I am a force of one. <laughs> As I will always be. Yeah. That's great. Um, and then because uh, I had enjoyed the trip so much. Uh, and just, uh, I, I rewatched Hamlet too, which was great. Nice. Uh, we right. talked about that recently, though. So I, if you haven't seen it, watch it, and mm-hmm. you know, or watch it again. It's really it's funny. It's a stuff. clunky movie, but it, it's so funny that <laughs> yeah, it carries so you the whole way. It doesn't way. matter. All the performances are pretty good. Yeah. Even David Arquette's good in it. Yeah. Um, and so that, that that was entertaining. But I was just like really craving something like just you know uh, undeniably British. Yeah. After the trip, and so I'm like, well, I mean, they quote it like fucking crazy. So I watched the Italian Job again. Awesome. Which oh, I've yeah. seen in fucking years. The original, I mean. Yeah. Michael Caine. And uh, yeah, what a great movie that is. It's yeah. A really terrible movie, but it's yeah. really great. Yeah. <laughs> He's so entertaining in it. Definitely. And uh, yeah, that you know you're uh, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors offline. It's just I don't know. It's yeah. just so I don't even know why it's so famous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's great like, though, when yeah. it happens you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> say it again yeah but yeah that's a really fun movie oh, you know the Michael Caine 60s 70s, 70s movies like Get Carter is so good oh my god uh, yeah, definitely all, all that shit uh, check it out uh, well, there's a reason why he's like been famous for so long totally so, he's so beloved yeah his early movies he's got a charm that's really uh Really, really particular. And yeah. again, he does. He talks really funny. Definitely. <laughs> Have you ever seen? Uh... He was only fifteen years <laughs> old. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Island? The Island with uh, Michael Caine. It's uh, directed by the guy that made Fletch, Michael Ritchie, and it's about pirates. It's about uh, he he ends up like. It was this big budget movie that they were like really pushing, and they kept calling it a super thriller on all of the posters for some reason. It was like the year's best super thriller, and you're like, I don't know what that means. Um, but it's like a really long movie, and it's not it's not great, but there's some really cool stuff in it, and it's basically about pirates. And there's this like island where they like kidnap people and take them to, and it it tries to present the pirates as being like really scary, and it almost works up until a point, and then you're just like, these are just goofy pirates. But yeah, yeah it's an interesting movie. All right. What year is it from? Uh, I want to say. It, yeah, 1980. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's worth a watch. Yeah, That's okay. on Blu-ray too from Scream Factory. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth worth looking into it because it's like, it's a weird movie. It has so many different tones and stuff. You're like, you are you should have just been a regular thriller and stopped trying to be a super thriller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is just like three regular thrillers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all the movies I saw were very enjoyable this week. I'd recommend checking out all of them. Uh, and then. Uh, I saw more from Rust Till Dawn. Oh, God. But kind of... Yeah, for a, for a show you don't like. Yeah, yeah you watched this, a lot of it. This, here, here's what happened. I had a nice Sunday afternoon uh, at home with the wife. And <laughs> you decided to ruin it. We were watching... Uh, we were on the couch, and she was like on my... You know, like, kind of like nuzzled into my shoulder. And then she's like, I'm going to like pass out for a second. I need a little cat nap. Yeah. And, you know, because we're about to watch a movie. I'm like, that's fine. And so I'm flipping through trying to find something to watch on Netflix. And I've, I'm on Canadian Netflix, which is crap. And uh, from Dusk Till Dawn was there, and I'm like, 
well, I'll watch a couple of minutes of this and see if it's still as bad as I. And, and I was like, yeah, this is terrible. But then I, the PlayStation remote died. Oh, no. And I, so and, you were trapped. And I was like, what do I love more, enjoyable entertainment or allowing my wife to have a nap? Yeah. <laughs> so I let her nap and I watched two episodes because it, it just plays. It plays through. I was like, I, and I'm playing with my phone, but only one hand, so I can't do like, yeah. games and stuff. I'm like reading things. I'm, like, I'm having a nightmare. I can't wake up. <laughs> Or I can't wake her up. <laughs> yeah. yeah two, oh, man, that show fucking is just the worst. Just, yeah. oh, God, I hate I'm that not gonna DJ, watch it, DJ no. Katrona or whatever his fucking name is. I fuck, uh, he's just the worst. It, which one is he? Is he He's Seth playing or? Seth. Oh, okay. I mean, the other guy who's playing Richie just sucks, too. But he's just like, he's just some model or something they found to, you know, stand around, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Like, well, who's going to have that Tarantino charm? Well, I mean, I guess if you're like, who's as terrible an actor as Tarantino? I don't know, a model, I guess. Uh, Mm. Awesome. I, that's a great. I love that story though that you got trapped, yeah, into trapped it. beneath your girlfriend or, or your wife. Sorry, but I love you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> do it yeah. for you. You see, yeah. you see what he does for you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh man. God, that's just. I, I want one of you to watch. Just I'll it, watch just one of the episodes. Minutes. Yeah, I'll You'll watch. Understand? Yeah. It's all I, there. I was thinking minutes. I wouldn't, but yeah, I'll I'll, t- I'll toss it on sometime. Yeah. 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 See what it's Super like. Terrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Are you done with things that you uh, that you've watched? I think that's all I watched, yeah. I just wanted to ask you guys really quick. Have Have either of you seen any Saturday Night Live from this season? Yeah, I saw no, some at the really. beginning of the season. Uh, I just I just watched a couple of episodes on Hulu the other night. Mm-hmm. And um, who's this new fucking guy on, the, on Weekend Update? Oh, There's you just mentioned this new, this. completely yeah. bland guy that they... Because Seth Meyers is gone now. Yeah, it. Seth Meyers is gone. Yeah. I guess they wanted to have two people at the desk, so they have... Uh, because they already had um, Cecily, Cecily Strong, Strong, who's great, who's fantastic. This new guy doesn't really play off her at all. Uh, um, and he, you said he's been a writer for the he's show. Been a writer for... since two thousand five. Colin yeah. Jost, I think. Jost, uh-huh. whatever. Colin Jost. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't get. I mean, he's a great writer, but I don't understand why they just picked him out of like you know obscurity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they well, yeah, I guess they did that with Seth Meyers a bit too, because he wasn't really well, no, but he was he in was, a couple of sketches. A, but. Yeah, he was a cast member sort of yeah. beforehand, and and it's not the first time they've done that, yeah. and they've done the reverse too, where Tim Robinson, you know, they tried him out for a while, and they're like, yeah, why don't you stick to writing? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, which I hope they do with this guy because uh. he's like uh, he's like Charles Rocket. What's his name? <laughs> what did yeah. you think his name was? Uh, Charles Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look up Charles Rocket, 2014. <laughs> um, Still dead. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I'll figure <laughs> yep. it out later. Because there is a uh, there is a, um there is a new guy that I saw that was going to be on SNL. I don't know if he's on yet or not, but he was from YouTube and he does these really amazing uh, clips on YouTube where he goes to like. Um, conventions and stuff and tries to and is just like super super awkward in the way that he in- interviews people he doesn't actually say anything he just goes up and he's like the, he's like a guitar uh, convention he just goes like hey, he's a real real rocket and then, like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then like gives them the mic and they're like and and the people will like kind of assume what he's saying or just not know what to do and stuff and they're fucking just some of the funniest videos I've ever seen awesome but I think they were going to get him to do some stuff and I was wondering if it was him or not no but. this guy this guy's uh, hosting uh, Weekend Update okay. he, he was like head writer for uh, for a while he's been there since 2005 yeah but uh, Colin Yost 
J-O-S-T. So okay. pronounce that as you yeah. will. When you mentioned this to me the other day, and you're like, there's this guy. They've got the, you know, you're like, you know who they have doing the weekend update is this uh, – uh, Colin uh, and I thought you were going to say Colin Quinn was back I'm like no, no. <laughs> why that was a terrible mistake <laughs> that, well, that was a big mistake and yeah. I like Colin Quinn I, I do, do too but uh, uh, not good no, no not he, good at the news he was not <laughs> not good on the news <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well shall we get into some film roulette then okay <laughs> Film Roulettes are a weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. Greg and I went and saw The Raid 2, a super anticipated sequel to The Raid. Uh, I like to think of it as The Raid 2, biggest stall ever. (laughs) Um, We'll get into that, but the loser has to go see something shitty. We paired this week's action film with a Netflix or home viewing pick in case he stayed at home and watched Ballistic, X vs. Sever, one of the slowest looking action movies ever. And so that's how we paired those up. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey and I, at the hands of Greg, had to listen to Brian Greene's uh, hip-hop album, One Stop he, he Carnival. He the Austin when he's rapping. Yeah. Um, and that's how we play. And You know what? Nothing rhymes with Austin. No. <laughs> We're going to roll the dice for movies for next week and figure out what the Punishment album is and all of that. And we'll get into that soon. But Greg and I... Took a, took a trip to the cinema and saw The Raid 2. Yeah. Uh, this is the second film in The Raid series directed by Gareth Evans in a... I believe they're going to make a third one. Uh, they were, this, this is well, a, this is doing a, really well. A planned so. trilogy. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Let's talk of, uh, for a minute about the first one. We we uh, we saw who saw the. Did you see it, Greg? When we rolled for it, no, I no, had to see Titanic three D while you guys. Yes, watched. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> still so a little bitter. Casey and I went to that. <laughs> that and... I specifically remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I would not remember. Yeah, Casey and I went to that, and we really liked it. Um, yeah, it was great. Really, I eventually really great. saw it, of and course. you saw it. Yeah, yeah. wow, really yeah. great. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> so the raid two. I don't know how to <clears throat> get into this. Um, well, I guess I'll do the synopsis here okay. on IMDb. <clears throat> Describes it as only a short time after the first raid. Um, it just does basically start almost right away. Yeah. Uh, Rama goes undercover <clears throat> with the thugs of Jakarta and plans to bring down the syndicate and uncover the corruption within the his police force. Right. So this movie is definitely playing with a lot with a larger scope. This movie doesn't take place in one sort of building or, yeah, or, yeah. or action sort of scene as the first like did. a capitalization sequel where yeah. it's like the small one did well so now let's blow so it now so what can... it, like what everyone tries to do like how Terminator 2 worked yeah. Like, yeah let's take that small little movie and blow it up and that really yeah. worked and it rarely does when they try and yeah. overstuff these movies definitely and so yeah there's a lot of other characters lots of other things going on in this movie I will say that um, this the, the thing I liked about this movie better than the first one was that the cinematography was uh was gorgeous. I yeah. thought in this film the the I look of the, the film shot was really really good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like you 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 kind of finally see more of the landscape. You see the, there's a constant pulling back of, of yeah, lockdown yeah. tripod shots with very like a great uh symmetrical cinematography. Yeah, they really don't rush anything. They let you like kind of drink in the yeah. surroundings of, of wherever they are. Yeah. It's really well, nicely filmed. Two and a half hours I would hope they would stop yeah. the camera once or twice. Um <laughs> But I really did not like this movie. 
Um, I actually, I was actually really disappointed. Uh, unfortunately for I, me, I, I like the first one a lot more. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't dislike this movie, but I, 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 you know, if it wasn't this long, yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, I complain a lot, and I know listeners will probably just be like, Dan doesn't like long movies, and that's not true. I love movies that need to be like that yeah. have a reason to be long. Yeah, this I one don't, doesn't. This movie just has the story isn't really has that no much, business. and they lose focus on the story. Yeah, a, a multiple times. Oh yeah, and, and the, the story I, to me, the, the story of this is just like. It's all sub Scorsese macho posturing, like yeah, pretending yeah, yeah. to be plot. There's nothing really going on. I was bored as fuck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I really? found, I yeah. found the fighting wasn't interesting in the first. I half didn't of the movie. feel it. No, I, I wasn't. You didn't. <clears throat> the, the stall f- fight. I thought the stall fight was pretty good. Okay, I didn't think any of the fights were really. I mean, they're good. I mean, they're well but seen. There's well, a point about around halfway, a little more than halfway through the movie when uh, there's the car chase. The car chase. Fight. I love That's, the car chase. For all the fight choreography from that point forward feels saved different. the movie for me. Yeah, <clears throat> it, it, it got raised up at that point. But there was a point there where I was like, "What? What am I watching? Yeah. It's so boring." I. It was see, because the story's not good. Like no, the, the raid. The first raid really works because it's a good action concept. Yeah. that they pull off with really creative. And impressive, and it's uh, paced paced well, and it has a, a, a small but smart story in it yeah. that they're able to tell in a confined it's space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because it's simple and direct; it has emotional weight yeah. to it, so you really do care. And there's a dark and emotional tone yeah. to the first raid film. This one tries to emulate that without any substance. Though. No, there's not. There's I would like, but you you said that the, the, the I agree with you. The fights near the end, we get the action scene with yeah. the the driving the scene, guy the and baseball the hammer and the hammer girl when they come Holy back a second shit. time. <laughs> Is great. They got baseball guy and hammer girl. On this yeah, thing? but with but for me, my issue with the movie though, because the plot was so dull and stupid, and I didn't, I like, I honestly did not give a fuck about anything going on in this no, movie. No. So by the time that these awesome action scenes that I could tell were better than all of the other ones so far come around, they're kind of placed in the plot as if they're like really pivotal and like the. I feel like they're placed there and to to be sort of like emotional yeah. fight scenes, and I was so checked out by that point. Even yeah. though I realized they were better than everything else, I was like, "But I don't I don't care anymore. You've yeah. lost me." Yeah. Like by that, like it was too little, too late. Two hours and ten minutes into it, I was like, "Fuck you." Like, <laughs> I really didn't like yeah, this the movie. Was so like, uh, and right. it's I like what movie? I I don't know. I don't want to get too ragey about it, but I'm like, what movie are these people seeing that like it's getting ninety something percent online? Like I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, <laughs> been roundly celebrated yeah i'm looking yeah. at it here on imdb right now 8.9 which i'm like that's very very generous yeah because you know? if this movie wasn't a foreign film and followed this same script and plot and starred i don't know yeah i was thinking that when i was watching it. i was like if this you know, is like a movie that was american and it had like <laughs> yes. jason state minute or something exactly yeah. people would be like 4.5 I yeah but i guarantee Abs- absolutely you. the plot was just like oh my dad was a guy and he was really great at being an evil dude and i'm not as good as him and he's lame well, now, now. He's not so evil anymore yeah so i'm I gonna be evil now. Like, i was like i don't fucking care yeah. and then, you know it was funny is i saw it with my wife and uh we, it was getting near the end, and they kept on mentioning this character, Reza, who's part integral to the plot. And yeah. she's like, okay, which one is that? I'm like, oh, that's Bayo. Yeah. She's like, who's Reza? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is the climax scene yeah. that's about to happen. I'm like, yeah. I don't know who I one don't of the know. characters is. No. Or, and I don't <laughs> care integral either. to this story. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, Cause totally. Because they don't, they don't know either. It's, no. it's so tossed around. I will, it, Okay, the positives are, I mean, if you want to see it, because there's going to be more of these, hopefully they'll they'll – Pull it back, hopefully, because the first one is I, exceptional. Yeah, it's, it's such a special, definitely unique film. I just felt like and this one reeked of like, 
Well, it's it was thing. after the it's fact. trying to do the Terminator too. Trying, yeah. Okay, oh, you like this? Well, what if we fucking jack it up to eleven? Yeah. You know? And but we don't have any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like we need to like paint paint this like sort of really widescreen like story now. But it's just like it wasn't there at first, so it just feels you're like oh oh shit, I need to like make an like. Uh, and you know what? A great movie was right there to make. Now this isn't very spoiler. It's because it's, it's it happens right away. You, you, they, they're if they're gonna mock or follow American action movie tropes to a yeah. T. So, you know, you've got the main character who then just who decides a thing to go undercover in prison. Yeah. And to, to work his way through to take down this drug thing. Yeah. And obviously the first movie worked so well with because, the contained environment. Yeah. We'll have it be a double cross and now he's stuck in prison. Yeah. And has to fight his way out of that. Oh, fuck. I would have watched the shit out of that. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead we get this melodrama. Yeah. You know, uh, and I felt like the, the like we said that the action doesn't really get enjoyable till later. Um, there, the, the, the prison stop action is pretty good. Both yeah. prison fight scenes are very I, good. I, I thought they were all right, but I just felt like they were peppering these like pretty sort of standard action set pieces in that weren't because the good stuff was to come. Yeah. But I, I almost felt pandered to a little because there's the scene where they're all fighting in like the rain and the mud and shit, and like some guys like ripping somebody's face in half or something. Now, I, was, I like, did find the violence was different in this movie. Yeah. It was more disgusting. Yeah. It was a lot of. Yeah, no, it's happening. <laughs> and but that's why I kind of felt pandered to because I kind of felt like it was just being like, oh yeah, like some guy on the prison fields ripping a skull in half, and I was just like, easy movie, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. you think I'm a fucking See, like. <laughs> I was walking. Well, my wife and I were talking about it afterwards, and like, you know, she's like, "What? What is it with men? Like, why do you have to?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, I didn't. I, I couldn't really explain it quite right because it works in the first one. It does work because, it, but there is some. There is." Uh, purpose to it you know yeah. like i don't want to watch just violence yeah but that isn't enough for me like it's just that's why i don't watch ufc or something yeah that's just violence totally <laughs> i guess there's a an outcome there's a, that they're looking for but still like it, it, there has to be something yeah. to it you know and yeah and sometimes it's just like whoa because i am a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah yeah you know no and, and me too i have those moments too <laughs> sometimes it's just whoa <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking true man yeah. i know i love it i love that <laughs> But yeah. that's the, that is the most well, articulate way yeah. that you can yeah. say. Greg well, goes, sometimes you just, oh. Yeah. And Greg goes, whoa. And then sometimes I see an explosion and I go, woo. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes something happens and I'm like, what? And then I'm like, yeah. oh. Oh, like, yeah, oh. Yeah. oh, it was him all along. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. And, and whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when you take like the, the, the violence of the first movie and kind of like try and I, I think it, it doesn't work because it's being put into the context of like a story that it's desperately wanting you to care about yeah so it's almost like this weird dichotomy or juxtaposition where it's just like here's this fucking crazy shit but also we're gonna get really serious about like tough guy like yeah, yeah, like yeah. mob dudes or something and you're yeah, just like just none like, of don't, it don't man yeah just fuck, fuck. i was so i'm easy. so relieved i was like i'm gonna have to come in here and like argue with greg about yeah, that yeah. the raid was disappointing now i again i liked the second half of the movie yeah. a lot more than the first and then there was some good payoff stuff and some ec- some of the fighting at the end was just yeah. fucking amazing. There was like half an hour of cool shit. Yeah, like yeah that's may, the thing. Maybe this movie, I don't know but... why it's this long with this non-story. No. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the performances. Now, this kid, uh, I don't know how you say his name exactly, Iko Uwes, who's the lead in both films, is just amazing. He is good. He's really great. I think he's a good actor, too. I, I, I find him believable. Uh, I know it's subtitled or whatever, but you can see the uh, the 
process and intent yeah. from the character. I think really good. And his fighting is just yeah. On another take that guy to either if if you if you don't fuck up raid three. Yeah. Take that guy and put him in something else because holy know? shit. Oh man, he's so great. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought all the supporting cast and the new characters did a pretty good job. I liked that guy who played uh, Ika. Or, yeah. or Whatever. I thought he was really good. And the uh, uh, Yuko, the uh, the son. Yeah. I liked him as well. He was a little. I don't know stock character, but I, I yeah you know, I was I was down to watch it. I'm like, all right, you're mm-hmm. doing it. You're doing it well, though, you know. Yeah, um, and I was I was happy with the cinematography. Like that was the one. Yeah, my one takeaway was that and the performances was, are good. Yeah, but the story is just like just settle down. Man. I know. Yeah, <laughs> there were there was a better plot in uh, Captain America was a more memorable plot too. Captain America too. Right. Yeah. Like that movie was like forgettable, but like the plot at least I cared about anything that was going on. Sure. I was, yeah. I was, intri- yeah. I was intrigued to where that was going to go, and in this movie there was p- points where I was like. I might not even read this. Like I was like, I'm starting to get distracted by how boring this is and not paying attention to the subtitles. No. Just like it's just so, they're just saying things and it doesn't. No, nothing matters. There's yeah. just a bunch of posturing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the raid three is actually already in production. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, hopefully they. Well, I mean, it's doing well. Consi- it was, I uh, mean, yeah, yeah. How much have they made so far? I don't know. Do they know? But I mean, everyone. It's, it's such someone a, knows. for. It's such a phenomenon that this you know foreign yeah. language film is doing so well in North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but they're making an Americanized version too. They're talking about having the uh, what are they? They called? did. It's called Dread. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the uh, God, I kind of forgot their name. Uh, the uh, Thor and his brother. Oh yeah, <laughs> not Loki. The uh, Thor and his brother. Yeah, <laughs> That's Hemsworth. Fine. The Hemsworth brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, using them in the. Uh, but I was like, well, you know I, what though? You know what? That story is not deep enough to not have amazing kung fu in it you know yeah yeah you know what not, not I, kung fu but whatever fighting i will be using. interested to see that because maybe it'll be a better sequel to number 10 raid 2 yeah maybe <laughs> i don't know maybe a remake of the first one will be better yeah but i think gareth evans is a pretty uh exciting director i'm, I'm very i i'm 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 worried are you? Yeah. I think well, his for his ability to shoot action and uh, his eye for cinematography. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see where. Give he him goes. a movie where he doesn't get free reign. Yeah, like this one. Sure, because that I've just this movie really stinks of like, oh, you made a movie now we're gonna let you do everything that you want to do for yeah. the sequel, yeah. including stretching out and being fucking boring. Like I don't know, <laughs> I'm worried. I I think I do. <laughs> what I really wanted to do with this film is was be, be hella, hella boring. boring. <laughs> Yeah, like no, I agree. Like I lo- like the cinematography and stuff that when when it works is 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 awesome. Yeah, and, and I want that in a better movie. He's Swedish or something, isn't he? I'm not sure. Yeah, something like that, which is yeah. Know, all this is peculiar. How <laughs> it fits together, I guess. Totally. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, if there are people that are gonna, you know. I think if you were a fan of the first one, I I don't think anything I say will stop you from making sure to see the second one. Yeah, and but I mean, it, I was really let down. Yeah, I wouldn't say don't see it because I did ultimately have fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's I mean, watching it again, I don't I don't know if I'll, I won't watch probably the whole thing. Yeah, because there's just like I'll I'll probably skip through. Yeah, scenes. wait for a YouTube supercut. <laughs> yeah, really, you know, like this movie. If this movie is ninety minutes, it's not bad at all. Fair enough. It's not great. Yeah, it's not as good as the first one, but it's certainly not bad. Mm-hmm. If you cut an hour of just nothing going on, yeah. Out. And some of the fights can go too, like the big fight in the bar with the long-haired fella. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is this here? I know. And it wasn't even an interesting choreography. No, nope. it really wasn't. No, you know, that was the thing: is the fighting wasn't like the and the, the the fighting in the raid redemption was so 
groundbreaking. Yeah. And, like there was such a, a a life to it and like creative choices, like the yeah. coming down through the ceiling and, and out the pushes window. The wind. like, oh man, was yeah. That crazy. There's, there was no There's moment, no memorable. No. Like, did you that that moment that when move. you see something's about to happen and it does and you're yeah. so satisfied you want to yeah, go yeah, woo yeah. or whatever. <laughs> woo. Totally. <laughs> you want to go woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it didn't happen to me a yeah. single time. I made a couple of whoa noises in this movie, but it was all in the last forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was and so. And some of it was just you being kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was, like, I was just too checked out by that point. I was like, "Fuck off, movie." Oh, there's yeah. some stuff that happened in that uh, car chase. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Maybe but if I, I watch those action scenes removed from my yeah. disappointment, I can enjoy it. Yeah, there YouTube. wasn't enough memorable martial arts fighting and too much just gross shoving things in people's faces fighting. Yeah, you know. Um, well, speaking of gross fighting, <laughs> yeah, Casey stayed at home and watched Ballistics X versus Sever. Uh, yes, uh, and I'm excited to hear about this. This is directed by Chaos. Yes, Chaos. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's directed by Chaos. The yep. concept of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> directed a movie. Um, yeah. This stars Antonio Banderas, Lucy Liu, and IMDb describes it as tasked with destroying each other. An FBI agent and a rogue DIA agent soon discover there's a much bigger enemy at work. Yeah, like, what is, what's the rating on IMDb? This is 3.6. Mm, yeah. 91 minutes, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's brisk. Um, no question. From 2002, and I, I think we said last week i remember um when this came out and seeing like the uh in the in the wake of the matrix seeing the huge oh, billboards yeah. for this thing just yeah. like do you like action and people dressed in leather well you'll like this one <laughs> yeah um <laughs> that's what they presented uh okay so this movie isn't good <laughs> um it's one of the most boring action movies i've ever seen and it's got enough action in it uh-huh. It's strange. It has enough elements to it. The the, the elements of the plot, you know, uh, this guy's looking for his wife, but uh, he can't find his wife until he finds this woman who's got this person's kid. And like, so like there's like the plot is serviceable enough, I guess. Um, I don't know exactly why, but this movie is so fucking boring. <laughs> I, I can't like because like things explode when they're supposed to explode, yeah, yeah. and Lots people kick each that, other. Again, you have to care why. Uh, yeah, and that's a thing. You don't care why, and and I think for me, one of the main things was you've got two very stoic characters facing off against each other. Um, so there's nobody to really relate to. They're just these, they're both very, and, and Antonio Banderas is brooding his way through this thing to the point where you can't understand what he's saying. Like, <laughs> a, along with his accent and, and the fact that he's brooding. Yeah. Like, this. Uh. like it's like, uh, X, we need you for this, and you can find your your wife, but you got to find this person's son also. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, I understand. Um, so he's X. He's X. Okay, she well, is Sever. 50% of my interest in what this movie was about. Yeah. <laughs> he's... Which one's which? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, which one's ballistic, though? Yeah. Uh, they're both ballistic. What? Oh, oh man. He's Jeremy X. Yeah. That's, which I, that made me laugh really hard. Awesome. <laughs> Antonio Banderas stars as Jeremy X. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, and, that's funny. I don't think it's supposed to be. And Jennifer Sever. <laughs> yeah. Susie Sever. Yeah. Carol yeah. Sever. <laughs> um, Carol? But, Whoa. They, 
they uh <laughs> yeah it's ah uh, uh, i watched what? it today i watched it today it was the worst fucking experience because it's supposed to be on netflix and i couldn't find it on canadian netflix and uh then my apple tv crapped out so i'm like well fuck so i switch it over to my uh ps3 and on my ps3 it f- i finally get it to work after updating a million things and then the the video and the audio go completely out so i'm like fuck so i had to watch like four different versions of this yeah. movie <laughs> and the story that i just told is more interesting than this movie. yeah i was more into this one yeah, yeah it's, well what's it's gonna better. happen what'd you do next yeah uh, well <laughs> it was me versus jeremy x <laughs> um which i guess makes me carol sever versus, I don't know why made... versus lions uh, yeah yeah which is a much better movie. Mm-hmm. Casey versus PlayStation. Uh, who will win? Jeremy um, PlayStation. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy PS3. Um, I, I, the, my only um, experience with this movie is that I've watched some of the action scenes on on uh, YouTube to see how bad they were. And I know there was one action scene with, like, there was a car driving scene and there was another scene where a guy was jumping off of a building and, like, flying down a wire or something and landing on a car. And I just remember that... No, he doesn't fly down a wire. He just falls off the okay. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember the way that it was directed was just, like, I was like, this is really lethargic. It's so lifeless. Yeah. It's... it's like an, yeah, uh, I like think cars... a lot of it has to do with the direct... And who would have thought that a chaos. movie directed by chaos <laughs> would be so boring? Yeah. But like it really how is, is chaos spelled? Is it K-A-O-S. K-A-O-S. So it's not spelled right. Um, <laughs> it, it's actually, the guy's name is Witch Chaos Goascara. Which yeah. chaos would Which, you prefer? Yeah. Uh, the, X or Sever. The one that's spelled wrong. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just remember there was a car chase and just remember... Um, all of the shots just being like boring dollies and stuff, and they're like careening around corners, but just like so slowly. Yeah, it's it's extremely boring. It all centers around this plot again, where uh, X has to find his wife and sever stole the main bad guy's child, and Uh-oh. and so <laughs> the main bad guy wants. I guess he sort of wants to get X to. Uh, to help find Sever because Sever stole the kid, but it turns out that the kid and the bad guy's wife were actually X's bad, or no, not X's bad guy, X's wife and kid. So, Uh. yeah, (laughs) and and, and I was like, oh, why? When did that happen? And Uh. there's a scene that explains it, but I still can't for life me remember why. Um, And then the kid, but but the bad guy wants the kid because the kid has this nanobot technology inside of him. Uh, as they do. Yeah, you know, as kids uh, will be known to do. Right. It sounds <laughs> boring. Yeah. And yeah, I keep, it, you're talking about it, and I keep, I'm trying to, because I feel like I've seen part of this movie at some point, but I keep just picturing scenes from Shoot 'em Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, like God. Another terrible. What was worse? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what, well, actually, you know what? Shoot 'em Up was a better movie because it, it at least had some life in it. Well, it was terrible up, and shoot embarrassing. Up, yeah. Shoot 'em Up knew what it was, though. Yeah. Shoot 'em Up was just like, we are going to be a Looney Tunes cartoon. But with action, and it's like like it had a point to it, even yeah. if it was like stupid or you know. Mm-hmm. Was- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's supposed to be kind of thing. I feel like this movie didn't. Yeah. This movie had no. This movie just didn't know what it was. I feel like yeah. this this movie was entirely conceived and created by a committee. Yeah. Uh, it, sound, it sounds like it's like, I mean, they spent like a lot of money on this thing and it made nothing back. I mean, yeah. this, was, this is like on the list of like biggest bombs of all time. Yeah. It's got, it's, it's a sitting at 19 on uh, Metacritic. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised it's made any list uh, of like worst movies of all time well, because like, if you sit there and watch it and you just go, okay, well, financially, yeah, I get that. But you just watch it. And you just go, I just feel nothing. I'm not yeah. aggravated. I'm not like excited yeah. or anything. I'm just, this is happening and then this is happening and then the end. Yeah. Shitty. Yep. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> as, as expected. Speaking yeah. of this is happening and then this is happening and then the end, we listen to an album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We listen to an well, album. An where... album where something happens and then it ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this, uh, this album that we got at the hands of, of Greg uh, is a 90210 themed album this is the debut hip-hop record well the only. album the album isn't the 90210 theme no no but <laughs> but because we mistake yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's steve gonna do yeah um but brian green from uh 90210 put out an album in 1996 called one stop carnival greg saw that mm-hmm. capitalized upon the fact mm-hmm. and gave us the album to listen to yeah um, and you did you listen to any of it? I listened uh, this morning. I listened to one song, the one that you posted on the. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this album was produced by one of the members of Farside, yeah. which got caught my interest immediately because sure. I really like Farside. And upon listening to it, is not surprising. No, 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 no. absolutely not. Um, it, what was surprising to me was this is not the album I was expecting at me all. Either. No, no. Based on that one song I listened when, to, yeah. I was kind of now. when when you when you hear like actor turned hip hop guy, you think <laughs> you think like. Of the kind of bombs that you get, like the K Feds album or something, yeah, which is right. like so unbelievably embarrassing and misguided. Mm-hmm. Um, this this album, um, I expect a lot of like I, I almost expect like an MC Hammer style. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the the production on this, I actually I didn't find this like hard to listen to. The the beats were actually kind of cool. I thought yeah. that not, album, not all of them. Some of them are just sort of like some uh, of them are kind of forgettable. Some of them feel like forgettable far side yeah, yeah. beats. But um, some of them you're like this could this should have been on a, this should this beat should have been a far side beat. You guys yeah, should have totally. taken this to your new album. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Steve starts rapping. Yeah. David. <laughs> he's he's so not good at rapping. Really? Cuz yes. I I didn't think like I just felt like this album was there was some really great production and I was kind of into the the overall sound of the album and I and I was kind of surprised that is his rapping wasn't super embarrassing. It's not No, it's not embarrassing. He, it's just he's not good at it. it like, he's like it's what well, a song I listened to it sounded like kind of like karaoke rapping. It felt like he was doing an impression of I don't know. He, he definitely he's very much doing he an impression. He does not have his own style. No, no. no he's, he's doing, doing a far side impression. Yeah. yeah. Only 
one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which at least you narrowed it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. At least yeah. he only sounds yeah. like one yeah. person. I thought he not. was fine in terms of like flow, and, and I mean, if he, he just sounds like all the other, like he he doesn't have his own defined style. But no. I was surprised that the only thing that I really took away from this album was that he's not good lyrically in terms of crafting anything that I like he doesn't say anything interesting it's well, just a lot of that's my that's my whole thing like I mean isn't that, that that's at, at its core what rap is supposed to be because it's just yeah but I thought talking. his flow was yeah. good I thought like I didn't mind the sound of his voice in terms of like the 90s kind of hip-hop sound See, I think like, it aggravated me because it's he said it sounds like he's trying to sound definitely like not just like a white guy trying to sound like a black guy he sounds like a white guy trying to sound like a specific black guy <laughs> yeah and that's and I, i'm not sure what guy i'm not sure who he's mm-hmm. trying to sound like yeah because I'm not i don't that know all their names and, from the far side but whoever takes but the it first, is one of whoever takes the first verse on passing me by that yeah. one right <laughs> all right guy. so there you go i yeah. think it's the um i think the guy that produced this slim kid three I think he has like a verse on this album, and mm-hmm. and I and in my mind, I think he's the one that he's almost doing an impression of because yeah. you can almost not tell that it's another uh, rapper. Right, right. Um, do, do you know what song that is on? I'm because... Not sure. I know that Will I Am's on this album. Uh, really? What? Yeah, Will I Am is on uh, the second track, and he did a little bit of producing. Oh wow! Pre Black Eyed Peas, even yeah, though yeah. he says a bunch of stuff about Black Eyed Peas on that song. Really? Yeah, and yeah, track two, that's right. Yeah, um, I remember the song. He says well, a bunch of stuff about Black Eyed Peas. When did that first Black Eyed Peas album come out? Before they added Fergie and when they were like trying to be a rap group. Is that before Bridging the Gaps? I think that was not it was that. One, it was probably was around 96 or 7. Oh, was there? I, thought, I think. Or, or was that the first one? Yeah. Because Bridging the Gaps has a song on it that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That, but the Get Original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great song, but it's song. great because of Charlie Tuna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got the Black Eyed Peas discography right here. That song has Dale on. Ninety eight. No, that's a different song. Ninety eight was their first album. Yeah, no, that's behind a the song. front. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is bridging the gaps. What is the, first the first album? One? No, behind, oh, the, behind front. the front. Yeah, oh. from ninety eight. Um, that was back when they were like really uh, bridging the gap was uh, the second album in two thousand. But right. behind the front was when they were like really like actual underground rappers and would sing yeah. about like we're not commercial and we are not going to sell out. And well, that's <laughs> that's we what do. yeah that's what bridging the gap uh, bridging the gaps they had. Uh, um, yeah. I think it's it's get original. I think it's that song where they're like uh, you yep. know. Uh, you're, you're a band that's gonna go pop, and we'll never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that until was this, they had until later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. until our very next album. They had two albums. Yeah, before we're they... never gonna sell out and go pop unless someone tells us to. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like I, I was just like, this album's really forgettable. But I did kind of think that if this was put out by someone who wasn't Brian Green, that like one or two of the songs would maybe be fondly remembered, like in in terms of just kind of like being all right '90s, like kind of yeah, like good in, production in, in circles of a obscure 90s hip-hop yeah, pe- uh, appreciators i mean when i went on youtube all the comments are from people being like this album's like true underrated hip-hop blah, blah, blah. like there's a shitload of people that seem to have reclaimed this album as like sh- has been overlooked i don't necessarily think that no but i was kind of like this is passable yeah. yeah, I was surprised it, it, how many positive remarks there were uh, on the YouTube yeah. pages. People are like, "This is fucking awesome." Yeah, totally. I was like, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about yeah, that. No, like, I no, certainly wouldn't call not, it awesome. It's not no. as embarrassing. As yeah, that. it's no, not embarrassing in the yeah, way because yeah. you expect like this is just going to be like like embarrassing lyrics. He's going to have oh, yeah. no flow. He's David Silver from yeah. 90210. 
Yeah, I definitely didn't now hate married it. to Megan Fox. No, there's some embar- there's some oh, they divorced. I think they divorced. Oh, oh no. no. I know there's nothing left to believe yeah. in, guys. <laughs> I mean, there's like a shitty skit on it and like there's a couple yeah, songs th- that are just dumb. Maybe that maybe it was the skit that made me feel like he was like a white guy trying to sound like a black guy because in the skit, I actually wrote it down. I was like he's a white guy doing a black guy pretending to be a white guy voice. It's like he's doing Dave Chappelle's white guy voice. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. It's a weird little skit. Oh, gross. It's, it's, yeah, it's Because he sounds super white. I've, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as a white guy, he sounds, yeah. like, he sounds yeah. very white. Definitely. Yeah, I was just kind of like, meh, I'll pass this by. Yeah. 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 Wasn't as wasn't as hilariously bad as I thought oh, it would. Oh, that's a bummer for me. Yeah, anyway. I know. <laughs> I was really hoping this would be... It should have been. It should have been. Thanks a yeah. lot. Brian Green. Yeah. <laughs> maybe had he maybe had he kept the Austin. Yeah, I, know, right? I do want to point out that the all music review is ruthless on this album. They call it pallid, uninspired, and insufferably arrogant with no acknowledgement that its very existent resist rests solely on Green's limited success as a secondary acting actor on a fading primetime drama. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with all of that except for the fact that it's arrogant. I didn't find that it was arrogant enough. No. Like I thought that his rhymes were very like Yo, I'm the best. Or, well, I'm very good anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that I'm the best because there are others who are very good, My too. My friends support me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people think I'm all right, y'all. Yeah. Um, well, Casey, <laughs> you you had a week there with an awful movie, a pretty middling and weird album to listen to. Yeah. What are you, uh, you going to re- return fire with on the Punishment album? Well, I was all out of uh, uh, weird ideas and stuff like that, so I went to the lists. Gave us something good. I, was, I like I was, it. Uh, look at Nope. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the list, and I found a list of uh, the top ten most embarrassing comebacks or comeback attempts. Oh, boy. And um, I... 1982, I think. I'm not sure exactly when this album came out, but this is an album by Ringo Starr. Oh, boy. Called Stop and Smell the Roses. <laughs> uh, I believe it came out in Great. 1982 or something. And it's uh, uh, it's been described a bunch of uh, uh, times as just really embarrassing. So I was like, yeah, like th- this feels like something. that." And, <laughs> and, f- and then I saw the cover, and it's just a picture of Ringo Starr. You know how after Ringo, like like in, in the 80s when Ringo Starr was like all mullets and yeah. uh, hangy yeah. down dangly earrings and yeah. stuff? <laughs> Um, and, and just like a little manicured beard. One of those. Yeah, that type of deal. Oh, great. great. I'm like, well, he doesn't make good albums. Let's see what's going on with that. Yeah. All right. That'll be something. I, I think that's going to be a chore. Uh, I um, feel like it'll be a chore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get rolling. Okay. There's where you'll drop the horns. <laughs> Um, so this week, uh, the major release coming out this week, uh, I don't, we, none of us really are particularly like super excited. No, but it is a major release, a major yeah, big be budget. About yeah, um, this film is called Transcendence. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I think this movie looks profoundly dumb. Yeah. It look. It's one of those things where you watch the trailer and you're like, I feel like I should want to see this, but it yeah. looks like I just looks boring. <laughs> and and it also really looks like like Johnny Depp going off the rails. Yeah. And I don't like it when Johnny Depp goes off the rails. I don't <laughs> he's think been he's off forever. I, I don't think he's nearly as captivating a performer as he thinks he is. Oh man. Yeah. Did I tell you guys I've been trying to watch that Lone Ranger movie? 
Oh, yeah, no. you said you you saw a couple minutes of it. I've seen like, I don't know, maybe 40 minutes of it. It's taken me like four or five passes to get that far. It's like my new knockout movie. If yeah. I can't sleep, I put that on. I cannot stay awake. It's your, yeah. your new Hobbit? About it yeah. is how confusingly racist his performance is <laughs> as a Native American. It's really awkward to watch. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's a bummer because Army Hammer, like, yeah, he's like his career is probably going to tank because he's done just all these bombs since uh, Social Network. But he's yeah. very good. Like, he's just he's a likable lead. It's just this movie so stupid. Like, what yeah. if the Lone Ranger was like a, a ghost cop, <laughs> <laughs> was like a racist sidekick? Yeah, I was interested in. Well, trying... I thought that's what Lone Ranger was. I thought that, that <laughs> is that on story. Netflix? No, I, okay. I stole it from the internet because I've been interested in watching that because legally, Matt, legally um, ripped. I've been interested in trying to take a crack at it because there's a few Toronto uh, critics. I know Matt Brown from Mamo uh, put it on his low on his top ten of the year, and there were some people that were trying to like kind of you know defend it. And I was like, interesting. I kind of want to watch yeah, it yeah. and just see what's all what it's, it's all about. Like, it's not the and I've only seen like again like a half hour forty minutes of it. But again, our, I think Army Hammer's good in it. It's shot well enough. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, yeah, if it's Gordon not Johnny Depp, if it's it. not Johnny Depp doing this, like, fucking racist performance, maybe. Or just at least uncomfortable. I know he's like 118th <laughs> Native <laughs> American or some nonsense. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just, it's so distracting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, he was the, the, <laughs> he was the bald guy in uh, Iron Man 3. Okay. Uh, he had a beard in World War Z. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't, he's a really good actor whose name I can never fucking remember. Was he bald in? No, he just with had the hair, beard? no beard. Okay, in, uh, uh, Lone Ranger. He's just he's a, a, a kind of a, a support actor who does nothing but fucking consistently good work. Yeah, and he's in it too, and I like quite liked him in it. So it's just like there's stuff to like about this movie. I haven't seen the whole thing. I don't think it goes into like a wild, wild west sort of territory of bad or anything like that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that. But honestly, the biggest problem with this movie is fucking Johnny Depp. Yeah. No question. All right. I, I can't. I can't conceive watching more of it and coming around <laughs> like no, no, it's all right. Yeah. 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 yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this performance used to be racist, yeah. but now it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. um, well, Transcendence is described as a terminally ill scientist uploads his mind to a computer, and this grants him power beyond his wildest dreams, and soon he becomes unstoppable. Directed by Wally Pfister, who lends to all of uh, Christopher Nolan's work, so it'll at least look pretty great, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean... The tra- who knows? I, I'm, I'm holding out a little bit of hope that maybe uh, the trailer was just one of those, like, we don't know how to sell this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think it deserves to be talked about. Yeah, absolutely. It is uh, the biggest release this week. Yeah. Uh, to pair it, yeah. um, we're doing another pairing. We're staying at home this week. We'll be back in theaters for bad movies next week. We do plan these things out. Yeah. Um, and just for it all to work out right, we're having an equal amount of bad movies versus good movies. We do have to stay home this week uh, for the bad movie. But it does pair nicely. Yeah. Because the loser will be watching... Lawnmower Man 2, yeah. <laughs> Job's War, or what's the other thing? Beyond, Cyber Beyond Cyberspace. Be- uh, Beyonce Space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is about uh, Job is resuscitated by Jonathan Walker, who hmm. wants Job to create a special computer chip that would connect all of the computers in the world into one network, kind of like the internet, which Walker yeah. would control. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so, so it's a similar themes. Similar. Because when uh, I saw the trailer for Transcendence, I'm like, oh look, Johnny Depp's in Lawnmower Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Casey. How's he gonna make this racist? <laughs> yeah. Computer racist. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know which one of these Transcendence yeah, or Lawnmower Man. Sure too. I want to see more. Here. Yeah. Which terrible computer movie. Ah, uh, Casey I mean, rolled three, a three. So whatever. Yep. Could be. <laughs> you underestimate my rolling capability. That's a six. six. All right. Greg's Going rolling. The theater. Oh, my God. Greg's got a six. six. Yep. Casey, right. staying at home yep. again. I'm going to go see uh, the original Lawnmower Man 2, and you guys are going to see the remake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So uh, tune in next week for all of that and more yes. in Film Roulette. Uh, well. And now, well. uh, I just, real quick uh, thing here. I'm sorry. I just looked at the album cover for that Ringo Starr thing again. He's in his mustache phase, okay. not his oh. little beard phase. Cool. Bastard. All right. Sorry, but he does have some roses. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Right. What's the album called? Stop and Smell the Roses. Right. <laughs> so, there's a thing. All right. Well, then let's get over to 9021 Oh Yeah Relay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ow, ow. <laughs> oh oh um all right i watched episode four the first time mm-hmm. which is listed as episode five on netflix but wikipedia says otherwise yeah. if you're watching on netflix always uh, yeah check imdb check IMDb, IMDb. I got it all fucked up on yeah that. um so this song uh as we were just singing singing the song this uh this episode that does have the old weird song that is not down now 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 down now 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 um, That's gonna come in. Doosh, doosh. Yeah. Um, okay. So as we mentioned off the top of this episode, I want to get right into this. This this episode opens with Brandon with his shirt off and Brenda in the washroom with him, uh-huh. complaining about like the air quality in L.A. and how there's earthquakes and wasn't it? Did you know you miss back home and stuff? But they're like so close, like. It was like in my first episode, they were like on the bed together and he didn't have his shirt on or something. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What twins In my episode, she's all like, when am I going to get some of that ice cream of you or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. In my episode, she gives him a quick bead. (laughs) Did I mention that? Did I? She gave him a fast five in your episode. <laughs> uh, do they start every single episode talking about how different so, L.A. is so from far, wherever the fuck they came from? So yeah. far, my episodes have all started with sort of like, they're talking about like, and then they end with like, we're, we're you know, brother we're and sister. Make it, sis. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, so this episode uh, is called, as I said, the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're they're talking in the washroom, complaining about earthquakes and air quality and stuff. And Brendan gets a phone call from Cheryl. Uh, she's from Minneapolis, and the mom and dad uh, are goofily trying to overhear what uh, Brandon is saying to Cheryl on the phone. Like is the that dad's like his girlfriend from back home. Yes, it uh-huh. turns out it's the girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. But they're kind of like trying to figure out who's he talking. Like what's what's going on in there and so like dad's like walking by his door with like a baseball glove and throwing the ball into the glove just like doo doo oh like, I can hear you <laughs> and the mom is like poking her head in and stuff and he's like mom uh, it's so weird but it turns out that Cheryl his uh, his ex-girlfriend of sorts they broke up uh, because they didn't because Brendan didn't want to have a long distance relationship uh-huh. she's gonna come visit um, so 
then we get the sort of the intro stuff and then shots of uh shots of Beverly Hills again and they play yeah. uh they play a really awesome song by the Vandals called Join Us for Pong and I was like, "Damn. Really? Good on you 90210." Oh, wow. At two points in this episode there was some like early 90s California skate punk that I was like, ah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. And in my episode, some guy was wearing a Bad Brains jean jacket. Yeah. Yeah, so. in my episode, somebody was wearing a Public Enemy shirt. Really? I was kind of like, good, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, Brandon cut her loose because uh, he doesn't want uh, any uh, long-distance relationships. And so, that's kind of going on off the top of the episode. But also, Brenda has the hots for her algebra teacher. Um, so that's about to start happening. She's like going in the class and they're like, oh, he's so hot. And then uh, he's like, are you girls coming to class? And they're like, whoa, you talk to us or something. <laughs> um, but uh, Brandon keeps talking to Cheryl uh, about Cheryl to everyone. So he just Ugh, he's just he won't shut he up. Will, he will not <laughs> shut up. about. He's like, he's like she, she's so different, man. Girls from Minneapolis are different than girls in L.A., man. She's like a, she's so great. And then people are like, yeah, but girls here are so hot. Man, he's like, uh, they're, they just, <laughs> um, and and they're in like a they're in like a workshop class, and Luke Perry's working on a robot, <laughs> which was amazing. I was like, what does he do? He's building a robot, and they don't they don't address it, they don't do anything. I thought he was supposed to just be like the, the brooding, yeah, the guy brooding that lives in a hotel hairstyle guy. No, that's but, what every, that's who everyone thinks he is. Yeah, man. But he's really a robot. Man. He's a guy who builds robots. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. I and would has say an extensive knowledge of cumin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. where to get the good stuff. <laughs> Um, so Brenda making a cumin robot. <laughs> yeah, this guy roasts it for me, man. <laughs> no more roasting cumin like a robotless sucker. <laughs> um, so Brenda's like has this this weird daydream about her algebra teacher where he's like. I don't know. I can't remember the specifics, but she's in class and, and he's like, hey, Brenda, I need to ask you something. And then she thinks that he's like asking her out and then like it's a dream sequence. Then it cuts back and he's like, hello, Brenda, I just wanted if you have your homework or something. It's pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> so then Brand it sounded like you brought that up to be that that was the funniest thing. It's stupid. Never mind. No, it was, <laughs> it was dumb, but I made a note of it, so I needed to broach that topic. <laughs> um, and then now Brandon and Andrea are talking, and she's asking more and more about Cheryl, and 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 kind of making him nervous. Just like, well, what if you guys have changed? She's coming to visit. You're different now, and maybe she's so different, and it's gonna be fucking crazy and he's like oh god i am really nervous about it um and in this scene luke perry has the most outrageous blue pad uh blue uh plaid pants they look like uh <laughs> pants you wear to bed but they're huge and parachute <laughs> i was like why are you wearing these to school you fucking weirdo go to bed luke perry yeah um so then we get to david austin green who's uh talking to brandon about uh, about Cheryl because he won't shut up about Cheryl and so Brian, Brian Austin Green's like yeah I had a long distance relationship once with a 12 year old <laughs> uh, but then it's revealed that he was at like he was of that it was like back when I was 12 too but I was like is he what? <laughs> 
<laughs> so that and was, was that the joke? Like, was that no, the they, writers were like? No, it's it's not presented as like a twelve year old. What? It's just like I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, wait, oh. what's he talking about? <laughs> oh, I thought that was like the setup, and then the no, line. no. Oh yeah, I had a long distance relationship with a twelve year old. <laughs> no, he's like back when I was. I was twelve too. Oh, I yeah. thought he was a pedophile. <laughs> no, he's like back when I was twelve. I like liked this girl, and then she moved away, and then she was gonna come visit, and I was nervous too, and then like it's building up for like that he's gonna end the conversation with like and it was all right or whatever but then he's like but then she never came so i didn't have to worry about it and brandon's like oh man <laughs> that wasn't a very good anecdote I what our school dj is gonna say about this. yeah <laughs> um but then cheryl lands early she they th- keep thinking like she's, she's not gonna be here till the end of the day but then she's there in the middle of the day oh, and they arrive home brenda and brandon and the mom's there with cheryl and she's like we've just been gabbing forever and having the best time and I don't know why I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the way she says it, I was like, "What?" Um, the parents are awful. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, they're they're the worst. Yeah. Also, all through this episode, all anyone has to say about anything that isn't Cheryl is how it's ninety degrees in November. They're like, "Can you believe it? It's November. It's ninety degrees." Like every scene, um, over and over and over again. Uh, and so they're talking. Uh, Brendan, even and- the people from LA who no, lived just the in family, LA? just oh, okay. the family. They're like, like, there's multiple scenes. They're on the phone. They're like, it's 90 degrees here. I'm like, okay, I get it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Cheryl and Brandon are looking through their old yearbooks, and he's like, did you always look this great or something? And I was like, is that an insult? <laughs> <laughs> um, did, did she look gross before? And he's surprised. <laughs> I don't understand. I always thought he was like a pig or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're way less disgusting than i remember yeah i was like what are you doing um but then they end up making out getting Mm, hot and heavy yeah yeah. uh rekindling the old romance and uh, yeah maybe we'll see this is called the first time that's right uh so cheryl has to stay in brenda's room and they're uh talking about how brenda has a crush on matt uh the teacher matt Mm -hmm. uh her, her algebra teacher and so that happens, and that's the all I have written about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> now Brandon uh, t- it does tell Cheryl, like, "Come to my room after dark. You know, we'll get into the bone zone." We because they've actually it's it's revealed that they have never had sex before, uh-huh. even though they dated for a year mm-hmm. um, back in Minneapolis. So he's like, "Come on, I think it's ready. I think we're ready." Now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> I think it's ready. Uh, I'm looking down. Uh, it looks like it's ready. It looks like it's ready. <laughs> it's doing something. Yeah. Help me out here. Uh, I've never experienced this before, yeah. but it's doing something. No, but I thought it was funny because he's like, like he's like, I think we're ready for it. And I was like, now that you guys are in a house full of your family, <laughs> I can't really get a boner unless my mom and dad are, are in the next away. room. Dad, get your ball and glove. <laughs> Come watch. This is the only way he can do it. Dad, it's ready. As if his dad's pretending to play softball um, outside the door. So there's a there's a big scene where it's like, oh, I don't know, is she going to come? Is she not going to come? But she does come. But when she uh, not, closes the door to go into the room to meet up for the bone zone time, the parents wake up. And so there's a, a whole thing um, about, like, the parents are like, what's going on? Are they going to do it? That's crazy. We need to intervene. Maybe we shouldn't or blah, blah, blah. Like there's a whole uh, conversation of with them uh, doing that, but then Cheryl asks Brendan for protection, and he says this line that I thought was extremely weird. He says, uh, "That was always my problem: so much protection, but no one to protect." I was like, "What? what? <laughs> Did you not have a dick?" <laughs> 
<laughs> That's why it wasn't ready. Right, right now yeah. it's ready because it's I hadn't grown your dick yet. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> my, my dick finally came in. <laughs> I'm a man now. Uh, and so at that point it fades to black, and then it cuts to Brendan in the morning. I don't understand what that means. So either much protecting to do and no one to pre- what? I don't know. Like so he had tons of condoms, but no one to fuck. <laughs> I've been wearing condoms every day. <laughs> I've been wearing condoms since I was 12. Yeah. Um, so it it cuts to Brandon in the morning, and it's like cartoonish morning after sex shit where he's like juggling oranges and making orange juice, and hey, good morning, world. I fucked last night. <laughs> um, and so there's like he's like listening to jazz music in his room, and everyone's like, ugh, you fucked last night or something. <laughs> like everyone knows it. Um, so he ends up taking uh, Brandon. Brandon, uh, Brandon ends up taking Cheryl to drive around and take photos and stuff. And there's this big montage. It's stupid. She's like, I want to see famous people. And so take they just, pictures. They just drive around. But they go end up at a restaurant and Dylan shows up because uh, they're kind of like canoodling at their table. And Dylan shows up and goes, thought I requested a no kissing section. <laughs> I was like, oh, is, Dylan. So I'm sorry. Is Dylan a fucking nerd? I know. <laughs> Is that is because I thought he was supposed to be the cool guy. Now all he does is build robots and get grossed out by girls. Yeah. I was like, oh, Dylan, you quick-witted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and his idea of parter- partying is ordering some cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Dylan's going to get them into the club contact where they see some movie stars and hang out and stuff. And then uh, Brandon goes to the washroom. And so Dylan starts asking uh, Cheryl about the relationship and all this stuff. And it, you're kind of like, what's going on there? Well, more on that later. Because we cut to Cheryl and Brenda talking about Dylan's quote-unquote deal. And you're, and you're, it's more reinforced, like, is there a romantic drama coming here? Because she's like, what's Dylan's deal? Who is he all about? And Wait, she, Cheryl says this? Yeah, she starts to like kind of take an interest in Dylan. Who's that guy with the terrible jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Plaid pants and a robot. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, totally. I'll tell you three things about Dylan. <laughs> he's Lives got in- bad jokes, flat pants, and a robot. <laughs> Plus, he's always had his dick. <laughs> he built himself a robot dick. <laughs> um, so then we cut to the more subplot with the mom and dad, and the mom's like, you got to talk to Jim about like what happened last night about them being in the bone zone and if they were responsible and stuff, and that's kind of a through line. Uh, so they're going to go to then uh, Cheryl and Dylan and Brandon are going to go to the club. Uh, but Brandon has to take uh, Brenda somewhere before they go to the club. So Cheryl rides with Dylan in his sweet car. She's like, when am I going to get another chance to ride in this sweet car? And Brendan's all like, oh, fuck, I'm, I, I'm upset about this. Because he now he's kind of like, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. And Brenda's like, you're just being paranoid. Don't worry about it. They just wanted to drive or whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, Cheryl seemed really into the drive or something. <laughs> Wait, but didn't Cheryl didn't Cheryl say to Brenda, hey, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. I want to fuck him. Not, and no, Brenda's like, no, don't worry. No, she didn't say, like, I want to fuck him. She's just like, who's that guy? Tell me about him or something. And, and then she told him, like, he lives in a hotel, blah, blah, blah. Like, she, it wasn't like. Wait, he lives in a hotel? Yeah, yeah. Dylan. Dylan lives in a hotel. I had no idea. Sorry, yeah. that didn't come no, up. I remember on my... the the green room yeah. episode. Yeah. That's where he because he pretends to break into a hotel. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right. But he lives there, and then he orders cheeseburgers. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> he orders cheeseburgers. Yeah. So okay. uh, <laughs> I'm back. Brandon drops his sister off to babysit for the algebra teacher, who has a wife and a bunch of annoying kids, and so she's like kind of all excited about it because she has a crush on him there and and he's going to a movie with his wife and stuff so now there's this whole subplot of at the babysitting this is what's going on there but anyway we get 
through that to the club and brandon arrives and dylan and cheryl are fucking grinding like they are sexily dancing on the dance floor Mm -hmm. like real close and uh he gets really upset and starts yelling at him cheryl like it's like i gotta get out of here and goes to the bar or something and so brandon's like you fucking you're hitting on my girl or whatever and brandon's like uh dylan's like she's hitting on me man you guys gotta have a conversation because that's weird or whatever and then brandon (laughs) just punches dylan in the face at the club and then he throws a glass he's like fuck <laughs> he did he doesn't did say he that say fuck no oh man so then he runs and finds cheryl who's like drinking and he's like you've changed what are you drinking now whoa this is weird and, and then so she <laughs> reveals that that when they got into the fuck zone uh th- that it wasn't her oh, first Jesus, time that escalated yeah. the fuck zone. oh my the fuck god zone. they went right what to the happened? fuck zone <laughs> But she reveals that that wasn't her first time like he thought. And he's like, who was it with? You made me wait a whole year. I got this dick for nothing. (laughs) I had to send away for this dick. That thing cost me $38. Got it in the back of Marvel uh, (laughs) comics. Could have loaned some x-ray specs. But this isn't about my x-ray specs. Yeah. Um, So then he's like, who'd you fuck or whatever? And she's like, it doesn't even matter. And she runs off and he's all upset. And then uh, we cut back to the babysitting subplot and Brenda's friends show up and the kids are being really annoying and like pulling Brenda's friend's hair and stuff. It's really weird. And they end up rooting through Matt, the algebra teacher's stuff and finding like a photo book of uh, his of, dong of his dong. <laughs> and they're like, he has a robot dong, too. <laughs> no, just like a bunch of photos. But then the Matt dude and and his wife show up and like, what are you doing rooting through our stuff or whatever? Um, but he's looking for pictures of your dick. dick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, we uh, find out that Cheryl, after running away from the club, uh, has it's it is revealed that she hit, she ran away from Minneapolis. Nobody knows that she's in L.A. to visit. Um, and her parents are all like, "Where is she? We don't know where she is and stuff." So Brandon goes to see Dylan at the hotel, and she's there, and she's very she's getting sick in the bathroom because she drank too much. And so uh, Brandon and and Dylan uh, hash it out, and he and Dylan's kind of like you know like seems like she's like really upset. She has problems. She was like coming on to me, but then like obviously you guys are still together, and so like you guys need to talk, and I'm I'll leave so you guys can talk it out here, and they kind of like patch it up. Do they all go back to the hotel together, no. or does Dylan take I her think Dil- back? To I the- think Dylan went home after they had after he got punched, and then Cheryl but he ran took- away. Oh, okay, and then ran to the hotel. Okay. To meet Dylan. Yeah. All right. So she could throw up somewhere. Uh, and so she's all upset that he has like this new. I was just mad that I was, had somebody I wanted to throw up somewhere. Yeah. I thought of you. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I thought, who do I want to throw up in front of? Yeah. You're the first person who came to mind. <laughs> a wink. So they, D- Dylan and Cheryl are talking, and she's all upset that he has a new life, and she's back at home with all her family problems that she didn't even tell him about. And he's like, I didn't even realize you had all these issues going on with your family. And she was like, Well, I liked being. You made me happy, and so I didn't want to be like a bummer around you and you tell tell you about like all my problems so like i just felt safe when i was hanging out with you and your family i didn't want to bring it up and blah 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 and uh like she didn't i never showed you my real side just because like i didn't want to and it was scary and then you moved and my world crashed and i was just left with my crazy family and all this like uh all this stuff so brandon then orders ice cream from room service and uh i don't i don't remember why because they're talking or whatever and he orders ice cream (laughs) 
I don't know why. There, there, there's this uh, weird because ice cream is delicious. Yeah, Dan. but there's a there's <laughs> there a weird be no other. There's excuse. a weird thing here because he gets ice cream. And they're eating ice cream, and it cuts to home, and like Brand, Brenda and her parents are eating ice cream. It's just like what? <laughs> he ordered a lot of yeah. ice cream, <laughs> and then I had like a round of ice cream for the whole town. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then so Brandon and Cheryl go home, and she calls her mom and uh, tells her that she's in L.A. Uh, and then the dad finally tries tries to broach the topic with Brandon again about about the sexing, but they don't end up. He's like, I just, I'm really tired, Dad. I don't want to talk about it right now. So then Cheryl's getting ready to leave. It's near the end of the episode, and Brandon finally talks to her about everything again and sort of says, like, it was special when we, like, when we boned, it was really special, and it was like it was supposed to be, and she was like... I'll never forget it or something. And then he, for some reason, even though they're patching things up, is like, so anyway, who did you fuck? Like, <laughs> but by the way, who's the guy you fucked? Go. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? Um, it made me realize one thing and I got to go or something. And it's like, I was like, what? You just said that and then left it. So then he runs outside and it's like, what were you going to say? What did it make you realize? And she goes, it made me realize that you're a wonderful lover. And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> okay, you're better at fucking than the guy I fucked? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so she leaves, and uh, then the episode ends on Brandon and his dad playing basketball, and they, basketball, and they have a heart-to-heart about relationships and acting responsibly within them and stuff. And, and then Brandon's like, well... The dad's kind of saying, like, mom wants to know if you were, like, you know. <laughs> if you're a wonderful lover or not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, your mom's always been curious uh, if you fuck good or not. Yeah. <laughs> Tell mom I was. Yeah. yeah. No, well, yeah. the mom's, like. It was $38 well spent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the dad's, like, really wants to. I, something comes up where the mom's, like, the mom and the dad are really worried about whether they were responsible or not. And he was, like, well, tell mom we were careful or whatever. And then they play some basketball and it fades out. The end. Oh my I God. used a brand new dick. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, God, that Brandon was long. He's a wonderful lover. Yeah. Uh, Mystery solved. How is that not the title of the episode? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have I went with Robot Dick. And also, and also, why was that not on the um, announcements at, at school the next day? Yeah. Uh, no, there was none This of that. is it. B- Brandon is the lover of the week. Yeah. David had a relationship with a 12-year-old. Oh, Slide whistles and shit. He's a pedophile of the week. He's a dirtbag. Yeah. Oh, man. That was long. Sorry, guys. No, that's wonderful. This is what it's shaping up to be. This is what 902 would. Oh, yeah. It's all about. When I was doing that, you take an Instagram of me. Oh, yeah, I did. You motherfucker. Well,. Let's get right Somebody in. Somebody already liked it. Rhiannon already liked it. Oh, oh thanks, Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get right into TV Dead Cage Match. We're almost at an hour and a half already. All right. Holy let's shit. Get moving. Yeah. So get that band play, ready. Play that band. <laughs> the, take it away, band. stuff band pretty good get out pretty good get out last week's was better yeah all um, right let's get right into this fucking thing yeah we're uh, pitting uh tv dads against each other in a fight to the death in thunderdome we will roll for weapons but who's fighting 
George Jefferson. Yeah. And uh, uh, Max Wright. What's his name? Uh, Willie. Willie. Willie Loman. Willie. Willie. What were Tanner? They were the Tanner. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. So give me that dice and let's find out what weapons they have. All right. I'm in my wrong section of notes here. Okay. So we'll roll four. George <laughs> Jefferson has a, a giant hammer. Yeah. Willie Tanner has a whistle. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, Willie. Willie has a whistle, and what did... uh... Giant hammer. Oh, giant hammer? Giant hammer for George. All right. Did anyone uh, watch any... I Jefferson's didn't. or uh, Alf this week? No. Not this week. The first, but I do like. Yeah, the, I just. It. I just Google imaged uh, uh, <laughs> Max Wright. Yeah, Max Wright, and the first thing that came up oh, was Alf Star Cotton Crackhouse. Yeah. yeah, he's got a dark, dark side. Yeah, which we will talk about. Okay, it's, uh, <laughs> it's something else. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah was, some may call it a dark side. <laughs> Others, I think he's uh, got a certain yeah. joie de vivre. <laughs> <laughs> a certain je ne sais quoi. Uh-uh. <clears throat> All right. Max Wright as uh, Willie versus George Jefferson. Yeah. With a hammer and a yeah. whistle. Okay. So uh, I watched a few episodes of the Jeffersons. And uh, then I realized I was running out of time. And so I was like, I got I just randomly picked a ALF episode. And uh, luckily, the ALF episode I picked had to do with fighting. So oh, I was like, I could not have picked a better random one. Thank you, yeah. YouTube. Because it gave me insight on how Willie would approach a fight. Yeah. So, uh, George Jefferson, he's moving on up. Uh, yeah, he's moving a successful on up to the business side. owner. Uh, owns a store. He lives with his wife, Wheezy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a temper. He's pr- pretty sexist. Yeah. <laughs> Most of th- I watched three episodes. All of them had to do with him being kind of sexist. Yeah. 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 Um, but, I mean, he was sort of like this. Uh, the, the Jeffersons was a spinoff from All in the Family. Yeah. Um, so it has that sort of Norman Lear kind of like biting satire. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it's still super fun to watch. Yeah. Great, yeah. great supporting cast. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, and he's got a fiery temper. He's an angry little man. Sherman yeah. Helmsley. Yeah. Uh, Willie, I can't even remember what his job is. It doesn't come up too often. He's got some kind of like, I wear a Can I we just assume he's an architect? Yeah, probably an architect. That is the uh, go-to job for TV Dad. I'll yeah. look it up, but let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Willie uh, Tanner. Uh, social worker by trade. Okay. Oh. All right. And he's an amateur radio enthusiast. Uh, and it was a result of his shortwave radio signals that Al followed them. Not a professional radio Christ. listener. No. <laughs> no. Also, he... Av- more of a hobby. <laughs> he, he avidly collects scale model train sets, uh, attended Claremont High School, graduated from UCLA. Oh, Jesus. And when he uses, uh, here's a tidbit: when he when Willie uses his ham radio to call somebody, he uses the call sign K seven two six XAA. No way, <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> that's my um, briefcase yeah, uh, <laughs> password. <laughs> Willie Willie is played by Max Wright. It just seems like a charming, nice, bold, you know, mild mannered man. He's a very benign man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who then uh, had uh, some publicity with his uh, penchant for making sex tapes. Now that now that's not Willie Tanner who no, likes that's to Max make sex Wright, tapes. Right, the actor, sex yeah. tapes where he smokes crack cocaine and engages in 
acts of sexual conduct with homeless men. Yeah. Why specifically, specifically homeless? homeless men? <laughs> uh, the, that's that's part of it for him apparently. Yeah. Is, is it that, because he doesn't? Because if a home a crazy homeless person is like this guy from TV wanted to fuck me, they're like, okay, homeless yeah, yeah, guy, whatever homeless guy. <laughs> but that is way of covering his tracks. Whatever homeless guy yeah. is what they say. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no, it's not like I think. Uh, I, I don't know. I read uh, a thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something about, but like that's the whole thing. It's like the 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 dangerous part of like uh, being with filthy men. I don't know. All right, right. It's this thing. Oh, so there's. I, I All right. can't separate that from the. I feel like there's a dark side. I don't side. think we should have to. No. No. <laughs> okay, so they're in Thunderdome. They are in Thunderdome. Uh, Jefferson's got a hammer. Yeah. And Willie's got a, a, whistle. a whistle, which is appropriate because the episode of Alf I watched, which was about bullying, he was and his main thing is being exasperated, I guess. Ha, yeah. Alf. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, his son's been beat up at school, and he's and Alf's trying to teach the kid how to karate fight. And uh, but Willie is like, no. When I was a you know, boy, there was a bully, and one then I he, and I tried to fight him, and he kept beating me up. So I just turned the other cheek, and I just just walked away. You don't and have I to mooned fight. him. He's very much like a, <laughs> I don't want to fight. He wants out of it. He will try and talk his way out, or just yeah. turn his back on the fight. Whereas I feel like George Jefferson knows he's there to fight, and is like, let's get it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he'd be uh, down with it because he was very so. he's very contentious. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, he's got that temper, you know, he's got something to prove and mm-hmm. he, he's got a big hammer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, uh, but if we're not separating Max Wright from Willie Danner, then, you know, he's, he'll do anything. He doesn't care how dangerous it is. Yeah. He will smoke some crack right. and do something stupid. <laughs> well, um, so who do you think is going to strike first? Oh, George Jefferson. George Jefferson, yeah. ready to go. Okay, with the hammer, he's like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to end it. Yeah. yeah. So how does Max Wright, uh, Willie? How does he, how does he react to being uh, attacked by Jefferson uh, right off the top? I think what he does. I think what happens is George Jefferson <clears throat> comes at him with the big hammer. And I feel like he's a scrappy little motherfucker, too. So I feel like George Jefferson's going to just just wail on his fucking head yeah. with that hammer. And Max Wright is going to die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going uh, to ascend to heaven where his heaven is just all the crack that you can see and homeless men everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just lays And then up. he's like, eh, this is for the best. Yeah, yeah. probably... Well, <laughs> you know, I can't argue. I don't that. think you're wrong. No, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I see happening. It, which is sad because, like, I would have liked to have seen how how his, I would have liked to have seen Willie do do more, but I don't think he can. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's blowing his whistle uh, in in an attempt to sort of stop whatever's about <laughs> to happen. He's blowing his whistle. <laughs> he's like, wait, no. <laughs> Well, and the whistle keeps getting blown as he's bludgeoned yeah. with the hammer. And the whistle just keeps like a... <laughs> and then like blood bubbles coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then his soul escapes his body, ascends to heaven. Yeah. Where he is presented with all the crack he that he could smoke. He lays atop a bed made of broken needles and homeless gentle yeah. <laughs> And they go, it's a living. <laughs> Willie! Willie! Oh, man. Oh, yep, I think that's Done. It. So, yeah, George Jefferson Perfect. will uh, move on to the second round. <laughs> okay, uh, next week. Next week, we've got uh, our TV dads are Rob Petrie, which is a Dick Van Dyke show. 
Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and he is going up against Joey Harris, played by Greg Evigan on My uh, Two Dads. Sweet. Yeah. We had to separate the My Two Dads because, you know, that's how yeah, it works. Totally. So, uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> the lesser successful dad. Yeah. Yeah. The cool one. The <laughs> shittier of the two dads. Yeah. Yeah. So that's who we got next week. Should be an interesting one. I'll definitely watch an episode of My Two Dads to get Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I'll try and remember to throw some stuff up on Facebook like I did the week before last. I didn't Absolutely. this week. But, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, super quick before we sign off, uh, let's do some Twitter shout outs. Okay. I got our Twitter shout-out stuff right here. Yeah. Owen Garth uh, mentioned that uh, the only movie that could get him into theaters was The Raid 2 when I yeah. posted about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good on that. Uh, Kath decided that she is going to watch 90210 and follow along. Yeah. Yes. She was upset that she had already started a little bit late, but that's uh, keep doing that. Uh, then we got some random music people trying to tweet at us about <laughs> terrible bands. <laughs> Yeah, hey, why don't you come out and see our shitty, shitty band? Why don't you come out and see our Brazilian rock and metal band? Sorry that we're making fun of people, but I was just yeah. like, we don't cover well, this. It's, yeah. but it's not, <laughs> you haven't listened to our show. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's the thing. It's just random promotion. Yeah. yeah. It pisses me off. Um, Rob Trench uh, uh, tweeted about when I posted the Savage Steve Holland news returning yeah. to teen comedy, and he, he said that he hopes there's a role for Curtis Armstrong in, in whatever the movie ends up being, mm-hmm. which I do too. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, there was a role for Curtis Armstrong in League Legally blondes. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Ronnie tweeted at us about the we we mentioned Boondock Saints recently, and he mentioned the documentary Overnight, Overnight. yeah, uh, which, which is greatly better than Boondock Saints. Yeah. Yes, uh, and I've seen it. It's really cool movie. A really interesting portrait of a, a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Travis Lacken uh, was saying that he loves the show and to keep doing what we're doing. We will. Oh. And thanks for the shout yeah, out. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do what I've been doing. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not told what and to do. And Sam Solberg said that he hoped uh, Fred Decker, when I posted about it being his birthday, celebrates yeah. with 55 kicks to Wolfman's Nard. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome, too. Uh, keep those tweets coming in, and when yes, we please. have a bunch of them, we'll read them out mm-hmm. like that. But yeah. uh, otherwise, follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC, yeah. or go to Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. We are throwing up lots of stuff on there, news and stuff. Keep commenting on it. Keep tweeting at us. Mm-hmm. And go to ModernSuperior.com, where you can find uh, all of our shows, more of... Um, uh, Faculty of Horror got the new. They have a new one coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas. Mm-hmm. Drink Along. Mm-hmm. Time Bandits. Yeah. Uh, two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine have a new episode. And also the first episode of the Do Over yeah. should be up by the time this episode drops. Yeah. It's up as we are recording, but I need to get it on the site. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did a new uh, music roundup. I'm gonna keep trying to get more writing. Yeah. And uh, I finally got the uh, sound files back from uh, the first episode of Simply the Best. Oh, very good. I'm just doing some editing on that right now. Sweet. And uh, I should have that up by the end of uh, next week. Wicked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good awesome. Stuff. Do all that stuff, guys. Yeah. And you know what? We'll see you next Wednesday. Uh, and uh, goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. Fuck Gene. She was just 15 years old. You don't <laughs> blow the butter door up. <laughs> I'm terrible. No, it's good. It's have... good. <laughs> it's a hard, uh, it's hard accent. No, you've got it. You've nailed it. Oh, I nailed it. Play yeah. the virus up the doors off. <laughs> <laughs>
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.